trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort.
And with that, welcome back to another week here at the resort. I, as always, am your host, Green Viper Ray, and for the next two hours, we're going to be bringing you some of the finest music from the Sega Ages line of games that Sega have been releasing for many, many years now. Uh, I forgot where I just put the request that Electric sent me. Give me a second here. There we go. So yes, we are going to be discussing Sega Ages tonight, and as well we're going to be discussing the 3D Classics line of games, because, well, they're made by M2 as well, and I feel we should celebrate them too. So what you just heard there was from Sega 3D Koku Archives 3, which is the Japanese name for Sega 3D Classics Collection. Specifically, there was three of them in Japan. There was only one of them over here, although we got all the games that were released in the collection individually we just didn't get them in the collections we only got pretty only got the only got Fukoku Archives 2 which is 3D Classics collection we didn't get one or three either way that is the main menu theme and uh, Ele- Electric's going a bit mad in the chat because my metadata indeed is incorrect on that one because I originally said in the metadata that it's Mega Drive slash Genesis it isn't apparently it's another sound chip that I don't remember off the top of my head so that's just the menu theme, and there's also a bonus menu theme, which, correct me if I'm wrong, you probably will correct me, I believe uses the Master System sound chip. And, um, not Turbo Outrun? Uh, oh yeah, that's true, we never got Turbo Outrun, did we? That's one of the exclusives on 3D for Koku Archives 3, that didn't come out over here in the West at all. I should probably pick that one up, uh, even though it's the Mega Drive version, I think. Or is it the arcade one? I don't remember. Either way, before that, uh, Twinny said in in a chat room which you don't have access to, he said that I'm probably going to start with the show with Sega Smash Pack Volume One, aren't I? No, because there's only one thing possibly more predictable than that, and that is Space Harrier, the Sega Ages 2500 version, the main theme, which served as the theme to served as the theme to our show Club Sega. Rest in peace. Great show. And uh, served once as the theme to Forever Sonic's Random Hour, the only the, or the first episode that's actually on our media archive. It's the theme for that episode. So yeah, that's pretty cool that it's been the theme of quite a few, um, quite quite a few different things. Uh, okay, Electric Electric says it's the arcade version, not the Mega Drive version. So that's good because Teartex is Teartex. We discussed them last week. We're not planning on discussing them again this week. But yeah, that that's how it goes basically. So currently we have some lovely people in the chat room because you can hear them. You, you can hear them bickering away at me. So if you want to come and join the crazy fun as usual, radioethy.ga forward slash Discord. If you, if you uh, already use Discord, you know what to do. You just t- type that in your browser, copy the link over to your Discord tab, and the jobs are good. And if if you don't, if you don't have Discord, completely fine. But you still want to join anyway, just go to radioac.gf/discord. It will prompt you to enter a username, and then you can come and join the fun like that. Or if you don't want to use Twitter, that's complete. Nope, damn it. If you don't want to use Discord, that's completely fine. You can use Twitter. Uh, at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at the Green Vibrator, using the hashtag Topical Resort, all those places where you can get in your tweets for the show. And on top of that, if you're listening on the podcast, hello to you. If you're lurking in the chat, hello to you too. Everyone is appreciated on this show. So currently in the chat room, there's some uh, there's some interesting talks because it was semi sort of leaked that there's going to be a new Sonic animated series done by the same people who did the Mania Adventures short series or the short episodes that became a series 
This came about because one of the animators put on her put on her Instagram exactly this. Gotta go fast, gotta make it last. Finally swung around the Sega offices, we're working on another fun series with the Blue Hedgehog. You're gonna love it. Hashtag Sonic, hashtag Sonic the Hedgehog, hashtag animation, hashtag work. Hashtag Sega, hashtag Knuckles, hashtag Tails, hashtag Amy. And this was reported on by the Sonic Stadium. And this then caught the attention of Aaron Weber, the social media manager who deconfirmed that this is a thing. However, it's getting a bit fishy once again because, well... The original author edited out the part saying they're working on a new animated series, so they may have jumped the gun just slightly. I'm not saying someone's job's on the line, but, uh... Th their job's on the line. <laughs> Gotta apologise. But, yeah. that That's that. We also got some news, finally, about Sega Ages, and it is releasing on the 20th of September, the first batch of games, which is Thunder Force 4 and Sonic the Hedgehog 1. They're going to be 999 yen each, and I assume they'll be releasing at midnight. Uh, currently, they're only they're only in Japan, as far as I can tell, because I have my Switch right next to me, and I can only see them on the Japanese eShop, so I'm not sure what's really going on there. Maybe they're going to be exclusive to Japan for like a day or two, and then they're going to come out in elsewhere. Either way, I'm going to be grabbing the Japanese versions, if that means I can get them a bit earlier, and then... Twitch.tv forward slash official Radio Sega because we're going to be streaming Sega Ages on day one. So look forward to that. I'm going to be doing a full play for Sonic 1 and trying to get as far as I can in Thunder Force. That won't be very successful because I'm not good at Thunder Force. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Also revealed this week about Sega Ages is the second batch of games. For those of you who don't know, the original batch of games is Sonic 1, Thunder Force 4, Fancy Star, Alex Kid of Miracle World, and Game Ground, I believe, were the originals. Now we got some new ones. We got Space Harrier. Uh, we got Space Harrier. We have uh, Sonic 2. We have Outrun, which is going to be in widescreen, 60 FPS. Super excited for that one. Uh, there's some more as well. There's Columns 2, and I'm forgetting one of them. So someone linked this earlier in the chat, so I'll quickly scroll up and find it. Yeah, there we go, Electric Link this earlier. This was revealed yesterday, and everyone had a hunch that this would be in the Nintendo Direct. This news about Sega Ages, and it wasn't for some reason. They they had news about a similar Capcom collection, I'm thinking, surely they're going to do Sega Ages immediately after this. No, they didn't. It was really weird, in my opinion. So, yeah, we have Outrun, Columns 2, oh, Thunder Force AC. That's the one I was thinking of that I completely missed. Uh, there's new features confirmed, in particular for Sonic 2. Because for those of you who don't know, people were a bit sceptical that Sonic about Sonic 2 because they didn't know whether, like, what it would be like compared to the Christian Whitehead version, which is something I really wish people would stop port begging for. But it's confirmed to have the drop dash, which is the same as Sonic 1. And it has time attack mode. It doesn't have a uh, Mega Play sort of mode like Sonic 1 does, but it also has Ring Keep and Supersonic mode, which were included in the 3D Classics collection. So that's good that they're there, at least. Uh, Electric says it's a worldwide release. I, my guess is that the eShop pages aren't up yet. Well, I can guess that, but I'm not sure whether it's going to be a simultaneous release or it's like one day later, everyone else will get it, and then Japan gets it a day early or something. Because I know, I know it is coming out worldwide, I just don't know when it's coming out worldwide. They haven't been particularly vocal about that. 
All of the news I've seen since Sega Ages so far has been Japanese only as well, but we do know it's coming at some point. Either way, getting it in Japanese, because thank the Switch, because finally, no region lock. I can just go on the Japanese eShop and purchase the game. No hassle, no importing a new console, no importing eShop cards. It just works. This is what it should have been all along, Nintendo, because I know you like locking people out of... Um, yeah, you don't want to let people buy games that aren't their region because of copyright laws. But hey, I'm giving you money no matter what. So <laughs> just let me do it, damn it. <sighs> Who knows? Anyway, it's time to get into some more music now. And this block right here, we're going to be going into music that was exclusive to the 3D Classics line of releases. So not the menu music and the music specific to the collections, but some games in the 3D Classics line actually featured new music, such as 3D OutRun and 3D Fantasy Zone 2W. So let's kick things off with the one from 3D OutRun. This is Cruising Line, right here on the Topical Resort.
Welcome back to the Top Resort, right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard was from 3D Fantasy Zone 2W. That was an exclusive track to that version. That was Endless Love, Loop Linkland. And for that from 3D Outrun, that was Cruising Line. And now we are back and it's time for the hasty history. But before we get into that, I'd just like to remind you there is still plenty of time to request some tracks related to Sega Ages or the 3D Classics line of games. So if you want to do that, radio.g4.discord, message me, I'm Green Vaporate. It can even be anything, and it can even be Origin, even though you're probably sick of that song. There might be one person who wants to listen to Origin. Uh, Rapidron says that he wants to play Fancy Zone, which is two floors up, which sucks, but um, go, go two floors up and play Fancy Zone, because it's a good game. Trust me on that one. Uh, someone has added me for some reason on Discord in a different server, it's really bugging me. Jamie says, question, why, why is why, why is Flicky on the list? Good question, that's because it was a part of Sega Ages 2500, I think? Yeah, I'm fairly certain it was 2500. I was, I was trying to remember if it was either that one or the original Saturn one, but I think it was the original Saturn one. Uh, Electric says that the W in this case <laughs> refers to the Japanese pronunciation, which is double. That makes sense, but W sounds funnier. <laughs> There's no denying. Uh, he also says, please don't request Origin. Request Origin. I, I like Origin, I just think people will be sick of it. <laughs> but yes, please get in your requests if you have any. Even if it's not from specifically the re-release of the game, if it's just, say, say you know, uh, you're know you looking forward to the release of Sonic 1 on Switch. You don't just request something that's exclusive to the Switch version of Sonic 1, you just request something from Sonic 1, right? So don't think that you have to request a track which is exclusive to that version. No, you can request anything. And I mean anything. That in mind, let's get into the Hasty History segment, looking at the history of the name Sega Ages. So it's the name of multiple lines of re-releases of Sega titles, mainly exclusive to the region of Japan. The name was first used on the Sega Saturn, with the first title release under the line being Siyuku Dai Gatant R on May 24th, 1996. The Saturn Sega Ages games were Japan exclusive, however Space Harrier Outrun and Afterburner 2 were released on one disc known in the US and UK as Sega Ages. The series, for whatever reason, skipped the Dreamcast and would next appear on the PlayStation 2 the first release being Fantasy Star Generation on the 28th of August 2003. Much like the Saturn line, this line would remain Japan exclusive except for a few titles which found their way on, over to the US and UK on a single disc known as the Sega Classics Collection. Rather than... I can't... Where's my text? There it is. Rather than keeping the branding using the Japanese market. The Ages 2500 line ran into some issues as it was a joint venture between Sega and D3 in which they created the team 3D Ages. Sega themselves took back the project at one point, and the final title the 3D Ages team would work on would be Fantasy Star Generation 2. The series then shifted to ports for a while rather than remakes, with M2 being involved in developing certain titles. The only exception to this rule would be the final release in the line, the Fantasy Zone Collection. This release contained a System 16 remake of Fantasy Zone 2, the board the original game was released for, as the as the second type as the second game had skipped the arcade and went straight to inferior home consoles. This version took two years to develop, and so Sega made the decision to pull the plug on the series after the release. It was also released on September 11th of 2000, 
2008, so it celebrated its 10th birthday this week. That's cool. Uh, where was I? Ah, yes. There are several scrap titles from the 3D Agent Studio, with the known ones being Sonic the Hedgehog, Bare Knuckle, Alex Kidd in Miracle World, and Fantasy Star 4. The line would return in Japan with the release of the Sega Vintage Collection, which remained PS3 exclusive and renamed itself to Sega Ages. These titles would be ported by M2 and serve as a chance for them to prove themselves to Sega. A few years have passed since the Vintage Collection, but now in 2018, Sega Ages is back in the hands of M2 on the Nintendo Switch. Sonic the Hedgehog and Thunder Force 4 will be the first titles released, followed by Fantasy Star and many more to come. So there we go, that was the history of the Sega Ages line, and that wasn't even mentioning the brilliant Radio Sega show named Sega Ages, which you should totally go and listen to after Sega Mix Drive and after RSN Live tonight, because I can guarantee if you've never heard it, you'll certainly be a fan of it. But that's it for the Hasty History, and now it's time to get into those requests, and if you've got some, just throw them my way. Electric says that Flicky is in Sega Ages Memorial Collection Volume 1 on the Saturn. That's where it was, I couldn't quite think where it was. Jamie says, can I request something from Sega Ages' Fancy Zone on the Saturn, well, something from the original Mega Drive release. It's not only spell Fancy Zone, Jamie, but you certainly can. <laughs> because, uh, you certainly can. Yes, just do it. Rapid Run says, I sound like I just chugged down a drink because the music break was over. I'm not sure what that's in reference to, but I, I haven't chugged down a drink. I, in fact, it's the exact opposite. I need to chug down a drink because I can tell my throat is getting dry already. Yeah, sometimes it do be like that indeed. So, I also, I also just want to say, um, we got two in here from... We got two in here from J-Star Max, our fellow listener and occasionally lurker. One of his has already been played. He wanted from Space Harrier, Space, Space Harrier Sega Age 2500, he wanted the main theme, which was the first track we played on the show. So, even if I already have a track in the show, be sure to request it anyway, because, well, it's still getting played at some point. So, yeah, there's that to go for him. But then we got his, his other one up next, and somehow we do not have this on the playlist. And I just realised it has the wrong metadata, so I am going to spend my time fixing that quickly because it's going to look really awkward on the stream otherwise. So give me just a second here to mess about with this, which, you know, requires dead air for whatever reason, but <clears throat> I'm not going to give in to that. So do that, drag that there. What is the name of the thing I'm looking for? That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> wow, thrilling content. Okay, there we go, nice. Uh, no, that's not nice actually, damn it. <laughs> I have completely bodged that up and I can't start the music break until I fix it. And yeah, Electric rightfully points out that the 2500 in Sega Ages 2500 is the price point at which the games were originally released. So there's that to be able to go for right there, in the words of Rexy. Uh, how do I spell, honestly? That's what I'm trying to find out. Because <laughs> I'm not very good at it. That's what I meant to do, yes. And it's time for Type of Viper, here we go. I'm going to probably spell something wrong as well, because a bunch of Japanese words here. Okay, finally done that. That is a relief. So, unless you guys are going to send in your requests, and by the way, be sure to send them in on Twitter as well if you want to. 
Unless you guys are going to send in requests, I'm going to get on into the next segment. So we're going to kick things off with a 2500 line game from Hot from Hutuko Hakuto no Ken brackets Sega Ages 2500 series volume 11. This is boss battle Toki versus Rayo. When we come back, it'll be time to waffle on as normal.
Yeah, just kidding.
Welcome back to the topical result right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Outrun, the PS2 version. That was the arranged version of Splash Wave, as requested by Rapid Run. Before that, from the arcade release of Fantasy Zone, that was Hot Snow, Round 5, as requested by Green Viper 8. Before that, from Last Bronx, that was Radical Parking Lot. Kurusawa, that's how you can tell it's me again, as requested by Electric Boogaloo. Before that, from Nights into Dreams, that was Growing Wings, once again requested by myself. Before that, the troll track from Sega Ages, that was Origin, Awaken, Theme of Heroes, BGM1, from Game Ground. Bets as to who requested this one, from Fantasy Star 3, Generations of Doom. <laughs> that was the main theme, and it was requested by... I didn't have a drum roll sound effect, so not Casey. It was requested by Jamie. Yeah, no one's shocked at all. <laughs> and then kicking off the the block from Kuto no Ken. Bracket Sega Ages 2500 Series Volume 11. That was Boss Battle Toki vs. Rayo. And now it is time for a bit of a ramble because normally we talk through the games that are eligible for this week's request result and that's exactly what we're going to be doing here so let me get up the Sega Ages Wikipedia and I can tell you about some of the games and if I like them or not and if they're worth your time even so I'm going to go through the list of Saturn games first uh, see you uh, see you Kudai Ga Tant R I've already said that one before I don't want to have to say it again it's a puzzle game, apparently. I don't know anything about it, so that's perhaps interesting and worth checking out in itself, because I never hear anyone talk about this. It's probably a good reason for that. Yeah, check it out. Space Harrier. You've all played Space Harrier. You don't need to play the the Saturn version of it. Play Space Harrier somewhere else, because it's a good game, but I mean, you probably already own it quite a lot. Sega Ages Outrun. Same dealio right here. You probably own Outrun elsewhere, and it's a very good version of it, but not the best. Afterburner 2, once again, good version, not the best, you probably already own it, it's a good game, go and play that one. Sega Ages, R- Roka, or Ruka Ni Ichidant R, don't know anything about it, it's a, another puzzle game I think, check it out. Fancy Zone, I adore Fancy Zone, I'm really really naff at it, but it's a good series, the two games, and Super Fancy Zone as well, but... Yeah, I, I quite like the original system, 16 Fantasy Zone 1. Maybe play that one on the arcade hardware, if not, grab the 3D Classics version of that one, because that is a great port. Sega Ages Memorial Selection Volume 1, which contained Flicky, Head On, Pengo, and Up and Down. Uh, Pengo, a personal favourite game of uh, Sega, uh, Sega social media staff Danny. He always goes on about that one to us for some reason on the Twitter feed. Aside from that, Flicky, it's pretty good. Head on, it's pretty good. Up and down, it's pretty good. Sega Ages Column Arcade Collection. Points for guessing what game is on this disc. It's, of course, Fancy Star, Fancy Star 2, Fancy Star 3, Fancy no. It's, in fact, it's Columns, Columns 2, The Voyage Through Time, Stack Columns, and Columns 97. Columns is quite fun. Can't really say it's one of my personal favourite uh, puzzle games ever. I'm not too huge of a fan, but it, it's a good game. It has some nice music. Check it out. Sega Ages Memorial Selection Volume 2, containing Doki Doki Penguin Land, Samurai, Sinbad Mystery, Starjack at Monaco GP, and Ninja Princess. 
a pretty extreme princess, if you ask me. Aside from that, I don't know anything about these games, actually. Doki Doki Penguin Land, is that the Pengo game as well? Or is that a different game? I think that's a different game for the one I'm thinking of. I knew, I knew there was another Pengo, but I don't think it's that one. Either way, yeah, maybe play that one if you're a fan of any of those games. Can't exactly say I've run into people who are head over heels for Ninja Princess myself, but there we go. Sega Ages Power Drift. 3D Classics version of Power Drift is by far the best one, but this was the best for a long time, and it has some brilliant exclusive music on it as well, so be sure to pick up this release of Power Drift. Fantasy Star Collection, it contains Columns, Columns 2, The Voyage Through Time, Stack Cult, no, it contains Fantasy Star, Fantasy Star 2, Fantasy Star 3, and Fantasy Star 4. It's a good release. If you're a fan of Fantasy Star at all, check it out. Sega Ages Galaxy Force 2. Galaxy Force 2 is a fantastic time, fantastic title even. And this isn't one of the best releases, that once again goes to 3D Classics, but it's a very good version that you should probably buy with money. Are you ready for this one? Sega Ages, I love Mickey Mouse! Fushigi no Oshiru Daibuken I love Donald Duck Guruzia Ono Hiho For those of you who, funnily enough, don't speak Japanese, that is Sega Ages, Cast of Illusion, and Quackshot. But that was only in Japan, this release, so that it goes by the Japanese title for both of those games. I love I love Mickey Mouse, yep, that's the title of the game. No, but I love Cast of Illusion, and I love Quackshot as well, so you should probably get that release if you're a fan of either of those two games. Personally, I really want Cast of Illusion on the new Sega Ages, but I'm not sure how likely that is to happen. Sega Age of 2500, we got a lot of games here, so I'm gonna just read through the list and select some of my favourites. Fantasy Star Generation 1, Monaco GP, Fantasy Zone, Space Harrier, Golden Axe, Puzzle and Action, Ishini no Tantar to Bonanza Bros. Columns, Virtual Racing Flat Out, Gain Ground, Afterburner 2, Hotuko no, oh, Hokuto no Ken, Puyo Puyo 2, Perfect Set, Outrun, Alien Syndrome, Decathlete Collection, Virtual Fighter 2, Fantasy Star Generation 2, Dragon Force, Fighting Vipers, Space Harrier 2, SDI and Quartet, Advanced Daizenar Yaku, Doitsu Dengeki Saksuden. Second Memorial Selection, Last Bronx, Tokyo Bangashi, Bangaishi, Gunstar Heroes, Treasure Box, Dynamite Decca. Panzer Dragoon, Tetris Collection, Monster World Complete Collection, Galaxy Force 2 Special Extended Edition, Cyber Troopers Virtual On, Fantasy Star Complete Collection, and Fantasy Zone Complete Collection. That is also missing Nights into Dreams. I don't know why that's not on there, but Nights into Dreams was a part of Sega Ages on PS2. Fair to pick some favourites. Yep, Nights is the obvious one. Fantasy Zone Complete Collection, another obvious one, considering it's got the, the superior version of Fantasy Zone 2 on it. Also quite a big fan of the PS2 release of Puyo Puyo 2. What else is there? I also quite like the release of Virtual Racing. That's a good one. I sort of like the one of uh, uh, Fighting Vipers as well. That's another thing about this show. Uh, any of the games we're talking about tonight, give me your opinions on them. I want to know what you think of some of these re-releases, or even just the original games which these are re-releases of. Let me know. Sega Classics Collection, 
A compilation of nine of the Sega Ages 3D remake titles released in North America and Europe in 2005. Okay, that's not important. Sega Ages Online. So this is Sega, um, what's it called? Sega Vintage Collection. All the games that were on that were released under Sega Ages Online in Japan. Uh, it wasn't released as a Sega Ages title. Okay, interesting. So I'm seeing a lot of sources that say Knights was a Sega Ages title, but you're probably correct, Electric, in which case my request was completely wrong. Uh, yeah, I saw quite a few places that referred to it as a Sega Ages title, and I assumed it was a budget one as well, but apparently not. Okay, interesting. So Sega Ages Online had Alex Kidd in Miracle World, Super Hang On, Avengers Shinobi, Wonder Boy, Monster Land, Wonder Boy, Monster World, and Monster World 4. They're all pretty good games. Maybe you should get them. Andy Switch release, I've already told you what games are coming out for the Switch release multiple times, so I don't need to do that again. They're all pretty good. And yeah, any opinions you have on any of these games, let me know. But for now, we're going to get into some more music, and we're going to get we're going to get into the tracks, which are going to define next Thursday in the Sega-verse. So, one track from Final Force 4, Lightning Force, actually, uh, to the purists out there. Lightning, not lightning. Gotta emphasize the E. Then after that, a track from Sonic the Hedgehog 16 bit. And when we come back, it's time for that ever so controversial topical thesis. <laughs> I could have put a bit more effort into that if I'm honest.
welcome back to the Sega Ages filled episode of Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you heard was from Sonic the Hedgehog, the 16-bit release that was Scrap Brain Zone. For that from Lightning Force, it wasn't called Thunder Force 4, I promise you. That was Evil Destroyer, the Stage 1 boss background music. And I just want to remind you as well, this episode was actually requested by Jamie64326 a few months back, and you too can request an episode that you'd like to hear, and you can find out how later in the show. But for now, let's get into the topical thesis, and for those of you who don't know what the topical thesis is, it's where I give you my opinion based on an opinion I've heard or come up with from anywhere in the Sega community. So, as always, I give my three points for, my three points against, and then I come to a justified conclusion based on whether I agree or disagree with the statement I've raised. And today's topical thesis I forgot to tweet out, and I will tweet out during the music break. Should Sega stick to the Sega Ages name for future product lines, or should they develop a new name? So, there's, there's some positives and some negatives to this thesis, in my opinion. And today I'm going to be arguing as to whether it should be old name or new name, not three points for or three points against. So let's get into my arguments for the old name as to why they should keep around Sega Ages. The first obvious reason, they have brand famili- familiarity in Japan. PS2, Saturn, PS3, they've all had releases of Sega Ages and now the Switch is joining suit. So, it already has good brand record. It's a recognisable brand, is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> in the simple terms. So, why would they get rid of the name when people know it so well? The name is even iconic due to its legacy, and it's be- due to it being part of the 90s Sega slogan. That's one of the reasons it's iconic, aside from the obvious one of it's been around in Japan for ages, but back in the day of... um. To be this good takes ages, to be this good takes Sega, that's where it comes from. Ages is Sega backwards. Welcome to In Reverse. <laughs> but, yeah, you get, the, you get the point. It's almost an iconic name and it symbolises, well, Sega, because ages is Sega backwards. Many different consoles have had the Sega Ages line on them, so it makes sense to continue to bring it to new platforms. Brand recognisability. Duh. So... If you've cemented that, hey, we bring one of these out every generation, then continue to bring them out every generation. It's that simple, really. What about points in favour of a new name? Why is a new name for the Sega Ages line perhaps a better idea than using the old, worn-out one? In marketing terms, Sega Ages could represent the company's past, while a new name could show they're looking at what to come. Sega Ages has been used for so long now, since 1996. Over 20 years the name has been in use. And, well, some would argue that 1996 is just before Sega started becoming a bit stagnant. I wouldn't agree, but there's some uh, old grumpy people who wouldn't agree so much. Sega hasn't been good since the Dreamcast, damn it. But still, they've been using this brand for the entire time their brand has been quote-unquote stale, according to these people, so... Maybe you could bring them back in with a new name, because it shows, hey, we're, we're taking this in a new direction now, we're, we're serious about this. Maybe? Sega Ages has been on so many consoles now that a brand new, or that the brand could actually wear itself out, and perhaps it requires a brand new start. I mean, this bit, as I mentioned, Saturn, PS2, PS3, coming to Switch. Are people ever going to get bored of the Sega Ages line and they're not going to buy it just because 
they released this same title, Sega Ages, on the PS2 that I owned 20 years ago, and I'm not going to buy it on Switch. Just because of the name of the line of games, does that influence buyer, buyer power at all? Who knows? The name itself hasn't been used much in the West, which could perhaps suggest that it's an unpopular name here. Hmm, it was used once or twice. It was used on the Saturn, and I can't honestly remember another use of the namesake ages outside of the original marketing slogan. So maybe that suggests the fact that they keep shying away from using it. Could that mean that it's not it's not a popular name? People over here don't like it as much as they like, say, Sega Vintage Collection or Sega Mega Drive Collection? I think that's up to an individual to decide. What about that conclusion? Do I think the old name trumps over the new name? Or do I think the new name absolutely destroys Sega Ages? Well, let's get into that conclusion. In conclusion, this is a tough one to call. I love the Sega Ages name, and I think it's gained a reputation for quality for a reason. But on the other hand, giving a new name, a la 3D Classics, to remakes slash re-releases could help them show that Sega are looking to improve their brand, and that they're looking towards the future. Sega Ages is a brilliant name, and I'm sure I'd like to see it on some titles. I'm sure I'd like to see it on some titles still, but I think that adding a new name to future series of re-releases and remakes could possibly really set them out from the crowd. What's your opinion on that opinion? You have many different places where you can get in your opinion. You can get it in through Twitter, at Radio Sega, at Top Resort, at The Green Vibrate. You can get it in through Discord, RadioSC.GeForce.Discord. You can get it in through Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Radio Sega. You can get it in through a private message on the forums on Green Vibrate over there, or you can get it in through an email, topresort at gmail.com. All those different places right there, you can get in your opinion. Let's see what you guys have been saying about it down in the chat room. Um. When he's somehow saying someone's linked to a Fox News article, where, where did this happen? Oh, that, that'd be it. Shaddix links to a... <laughs> links to it. That, that explains it, suddenly. And no one's really responded in the chat room. Interesting. I'm also going to post it up on Twitter, so we can get some responses during the music break. But speaking of which, that's exactly what we're going to do to give you some time to think about what you think. So let's get into it. Let's get into one from OutRun PS2 once again. This is the arranged version of Magical Sound Shower, right here on the Topical Resort.
missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord calling. It's, it was the song that you're probably sick of if you've ever listened to CTS once. Black Cat Moon from the Sega Ages soundtrack. Initially from Virtua Fighter 2. Before that, from the PS2 release of OutRun, that was the magical sound shower of range version. And now we are back, and it's time for the Discord call-in. Join RadioAC.gf4.discord, grab a microphone, and join the chill-out for a chance to be, well, on the show. And Discord isn't picking up my microphone. Nope, now it is. It, it felt like doing it this time. Sometimes it just doesn't work. It's a good application, if you ask me. Anyway, we've got two people waiting in the wings currently, and I have an idea of who I want to drag in, especially considering the past few weeks. So, why don't, without any warning... Why don't I drag in this person? And welcome to the show, Dean. How are you doing today? Hello, Viper. I'm doing okay. Not too bad. Wow, that, you that, okay? that's loud. <laughs> yeah, I've actually... <laughs> I put my cables up even higher as well, so that probably blew out the audience's ears. So... What is audio cable management? Virtual cable management? Uh, <laughs> it, it, pile of miserable things. Pile of miserable lies. And... Yeah. Pretty much. So, anyway, what would you like to talk about today? I get the idea, funnily enough. I, I've got Nintendo on the mind still from last night. Sure, we didn't really speak about Nintendo at all, so go no. ahead and speak about Nintendo. No, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not Dr. Skotnik after all. We're not, but go ahead and talk about <laughs> them anyway. But yeah, um, ooh, uh, yeah, I actually bought one of the games that actually came out last night when they announced it, the Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition. Wait, they announced Final Fantasy last night? Yeah, like, several million games coming to it. They, they just didn't say that they announced Final Fantasy last night. There was no hint. No, like, they just like, Hey, Final Fantasy, Pocket Edition, HD. They were just sort it of was whispering actually, it was actually It was already announced, that one, I believe. Yeah, I think it uh, was. They, they just sort of whispered, but, they were like, Hey, hey, uh, hey guys. Final Fantasy, I don't, I don't know if you're aware, but we're going we're gonna to make a Final Fantasy for Switch. We're, we're not. We're going to keep it very quiet. We're not going to announce five games. It's not Final now. Fantasy VII Remake, because that's never going to come out in our lifetime. <laughs> Feels good, man. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out before Final Fantasy Remake. Ouch. That's, that's, that's... <laughs> yeah, I've actually been playing the game, and it's actually quite good. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Because it, it was originally a mobile game, and it's very, yeah, very, I, very... I, I was looking at it, and I'm thinking, like, okay, these graphics can work, but you don't look like you've upgraded the graphics from the mobile release. But apparently, if, if it's HD. good, as everyone says it is... I've actually been seeing popping. No, it's, I've, I, I'm surprised. A game like this is having popping from, from not that very far out. It's very noticeable. Mm. Oh, sad Jamie. Don't care. But I've also other problems I've had with the game is uh, frame pacing. Ouch. Very, it's very noticeable, and I never really noticed anything like that. But it, it chugs at times, and it'll just like stall, and then you're like, okay, let's go, and then like, boom, you'll be very, zoom over. very graphically <laughs> intensive mobile game. Yeah. Good thing the Switch has a processor to handle stuff. Like, oh, oh. What is optimization? <laughs> Yeah, they announced like five Final Fantasy games last night. They, they really was not subtle at all. 
No, Final Fantasy X, well, technically two of the ten X, uh, t- uh, uh, ten and ten two. Ten two, one ten two, but, um, <laughs> whilst uh, Final Fantasy VIII is still, uh, missing in the trash bag somewhere. Oof. I don't know, I've never played it. I'd like to play it, but, uh, God, like, it's weird, they've got seven, and then they go to nine. And then they go to 10, and then you go to 12. 12 makes sense because 11's an MMO anyway, so that makes sense that's missing. Mm. So, uh, it's really weird what they're doing. Town seems interesting, yeah. It's basically an anime, like, RPG game with kids from the looks of it. Since everyone's gonna ask uh, my opinions on this, considering my background, Mm. uh, Smash. Yes. Smash. Isabel looks cool. I I said this in in my own chat. Like I'm, uh, she's not like a hype character, but it's like oh, okay, that's a cool character. It's an interesting one. Yeah, and I I I, I went mental when they showed her. Like oh, oh it's a, it's Animal Crossing. Please, I knew it was gonna be a Smash trailer. I'm like yes. Well, like, once, once once she mentioned Smash, that, <laughs> well, I that knew, is I, when that, I, I just had that gut feeling as soon as I saw it. I'm like, this is gonna be a Smash trailer, and Animal Crossing fans are gonna get salty, and they did. And then they announced the real Animal Crossing. It's <laughs> like, damn it, fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, I, I I I genuinely believe Tom Nook is the the way he looks. Just I don't know. I, I love his facial expressions. Exactly, that's Crossing, what I like though. about it. But. I relate to Tom Nook too much. He, he's gonna be, he's gonna be your main guide in the next one, I believe. I I really do. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But he'll be like he'll be like come come to my house and you can you can give me all your bells you want. I, I was sort of hoping they would announce it for Smash though, because I mean uh, if you know anything about the traditional de- depiction of Tanuki, then uh, that could have made for some interesting moves. Let's say if you don't, Unless, and, I, think, uh, I think I think he'd be more suitable as an <laughs> But like it, it, we, that reset a guy's one, isn't he? I don't know, but if if you don't know about the uh, sort of the ancient depictions of Tanuki and you're and you're a younger listener than I, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> looking it out. But I, I thought it could have made yeah. for some interesting. Nintendo's touched on it. Nintendo's touched on it a bit. In, um, in, 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 in with like you know them stone statues in one of the stages, and you you turn into one of the stone statues, you throw the hat on, and you become a stone statue Tanuki. Yep, I remember that. That's I don't even love the game anymore, but you know. <laughs> so they also announced with Smash, they announced the uh, the new Joy-Cons, and I want some, but they're not going to sell them separately to the console, so I'm going to have to buy them. The Joy-Con with two lines on it. One goes vertical, one goes horizontal. Yeah, new but I've, been, I've, been wanting, I've been wanting grey ones for a while anyway, so if I'm going to get grey ones, ones, I may as well so just get them. That's probably why I'm not interested. I'm happy with the Smash controller I got during the Wii U days. I think that's a better controller in terms of like the logo. The logo just looks meh. Nah, yeah, flat. it really does on the new GameCube controller, but I don't care. Whereas you've got the, new the, fla- the fiery Smash logo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've got, fi- they've got the fiery thing going on in this game anyway, so that's confusing. I don't know. I, ho- I hope, uh, if I'm honest, they fix the trigger issue on this one because for a- a GameCube purists or GameCube uh, sad mm. fanboys like me would know that they they slightly changed the triggers on the Smash Wii U GameCube controllers to the point where it makes like playing Mario Sunshine feel that slight bit wrong because they're a bit more clicky. Than I've, they noticed, I've, no- I've, I've noticed on the emulator and whenever I'm playing like a game like that, you know, through uh, theme or whatever, you know, like a racing game. Yeah, I've actually like, tried it. I've actually tried it. 
a mad. It's a. The left trigger feels the same, but the right trigger used to be quite soft. I don't. I do have a. Do you have some normal GC ones I got with my original launch one? Yeah, they do. They they don't feel. They feel fine for Smash, but if you're trying to play something like Mario Sunshine, like I sadistically did when I first got mine, then if you if you're trying to like spam spray, then uh, your fingers fingers can go a bit numb after a while from all that clicking. Yeah, so hopefully they fix that issue anyway, but as Jamie yeah. mentioned, the, the, the Smash Joy-Cons look crap. I don't think they look amazing, but... No, no, no definitely I'm, not amazing. I, 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 want, Ooh, I want great Joy-Cons. You know, it was funny before King was mentioning the, the NES controllers to me and the PM. Um, oh my god, no, you just reminded me of them. Yeah, <laughs> and the way they look in the thing, he saw that, and he thought, he thought that's how you were playing, and I'm like... <laughs> Just the, the entire concept of those triggers me so badly because, first of all, why is there a left one and why is there a right one? Why would you ever want to plug them into the Switch? Second of all, why do they cost sixty dollars? Third of all, why can you only buy them in two? I bucks? have got, I have got right literally in my hands an eight bit do gamepad, thirty pounds on Amazon with analog controls. It's got motion controls. It's got triggers. It's got, um, it's got start and select. Got everything the modern controller has. Those two are just the bog standard NS controllers. Yeah, but they're, they're wireless, so that means they they command sixty pound, even though the eight could do one. So really, so really, well. it's thirty quid per controller. Really, how much is sixty? It's sixty dollars. I reckon they're going to make it sixty pounds over here. Well, Nintendo actually know how to price their products, unlike mm. Apple. No. I Actually, no, I guess I was going to point out Pro Controller, but actually Pro Controller is pretty fair when you consider all the stuff in there. Yeah, that's like what I mean. The, like the NFC that's... and the gyro. But, but really, but $60 for two controller. NES controllers, that's, that's not good enough, yeah. really. And, and to top it off, it is a Nintendo Online subscription only purchase. So if you only have a Nintendo Online subscription, you can go ahead and buy these controllers. It's basically Club Nintendo, but you have to pay for it, and then so pay for it Nintendo. again. Well, you didn't really have to pay with Club Nintendo. You're no, just, but it, it was always like, oh no, I'm, I'm it, it was always like, oh no, I'm ten coins off. Well, time to go and buy a new game just so I can get, just so I can get a DS cover. <laughs> well, let's let's get another stylus mm. with with a with a Mario thing on the end of it. I, n I never got anything good from Club and everyone was always like, oh, there was so much good stuff, like there was like these statues and there was these game cases, it's like, uh, I always got DSiWare points on Club Nintendo, I was looking, so probably, excuse me, um, yeah, Jesus. um, I was looking into the life, um, Club Nintendo and it was, it's, not, it's called my Nintendo now, isn't it? Yeah, what it's called. Yeah, my Nintendo isn't exactly that great. I, I only ever use my points for my Nintendo to buy wallpapers. I just use the coins to get games now. That's yeah, I use, it. The co I use the coins, and occasionally it gives you like these platinum points, which have no other purpose except for like buying they would wallpapers. Be, like, they use them for the games and, as they, well, as a yeah, secondary like, currency. Yeah, I, I know no games that use them, though. That's the issue. Exactly. Ooh, Luigi's Mansion. I was mentioning this to Jamie before. They've got the main two games on 3DS, but the third one's coming on Switch. Wouldn't it have been easier to do? Wouldn't it have been easier to do a comp a collection of both of them games to Switch, then Luigi's Mansion 3 for the Switch? 
I mean, the only problem is, you know, lack of proper triggers for the game, but they've already figured out that problem with Luigi's Mansion, haven't they? Mm, you're sure. But, uh, yeah, uh, aside from that, other stuff from Nintendo Direct, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, that's such an odd choice for a game for me, yeah. but I still feel like I'm going to pick it up. I'm not a 2D Mario guy. Not I'm not, at all. I'm not, I'm not a huge 2D Mario guy, but when I initially, like, demoed it on the Wii U, I, I, it was intriguing yeah. enough for me to want to play more. I had it on Wii U when I had the Wii U. <laughs> had. Mm. <laughs> I, I played it for like probably I played a week's worth and I thought I don't like this. It's gonna. Be I don't know. 50, I can't connect pounds. to 2D Mario. I'm like, right. Let's use 20 for an example. He can't connect to 2D Sonic. I'm kind of like that with 2D Mario. But you know, I grew up with both 3D and 2D Sonic. That's a completely different fucking subject altogether. I I I I like some 2D Mario. Like I like Mario World and I like the original New Super Mario Bros. But none of the others have really clicked with me too hard. Hmm. The other one I liked was Yoshi's Island. Yoshi. Yoshi's Island's good, and I also <laughs> quite liked um, the DLC which is going to come with New Super Mario Bros. U DX, mm. which is the Luigi DLC because that was Luigi's fun. going to die edition. Yeah, exactly. Like having the 100 second time limit actually adds some challenge, and plus having the challenge there in the first place made it a pretty fun DLC. Why? I played the bit of the Yoshi, uh, sorry, the um, Luigi one, and that was alright. But I think again. it's better than the main game, certainly from what I played. But yeah, not mm. e- either way. I think it's going to be I'm an not. interesting game to pick up, something to do during January after mm. after Smash is uh, after people have sold Smash because that. I have no happen. idea what I'm getting. It's Nothing outside of a few things. Uh, Team Sonic Racing and the Final Fantasies. I still I don't, don't have Team Sonic Racing on pre-order yet, which is unknown. I don't think anyone's... Not. I'm not even getting it on pre-order. I'm just going to get it the day it comes out. I'm going to go to game or wherever. I'll buy it from Shop 2 or, you know, Simply Games. Get it stupidly cheap. That's a good idea. Um, get it from uh, Simply Games. It's stupidly cheap because I'm not paying 30 or 40 quid. For it. it doesn't look good enough so far. Yeah, it's, normally for me, like I have stuff on pre-order months in advance, so it's really odd that I don't have tier, especially like a Sonic game. I normally have that on pre-order mm. like as soon as it goes up. But I don't know. I just whenever I've had the money, I've just been interested in other things. Like um, I got the money for TSR, and then I'm like, actually, the same day TSR went up for pre-order, I'm like, actually, no, I'm gonna put this money on Mania Plus. I think the That's main I game, the main game, I'm truly excited to play is uh, not many people are. I don't think yet. Somehow. They're very mixed on the new Pokemon, aren't they? Some people. I think it looks okay, I'm just not much of a Pokemon guy myself. Yeah, well... As a Pokemon game, it seems competent. Yeah, but I think it'll be a great starting gate for new beginners. Like my nephew, um, he really wants a Pokemon game, but he's not... I think it'll be a great starting point for him to start Kanto anyway. To get where it started, do you know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Mm, and it looks incredible for the sound the soundtrack. Ah. Mm. That's coming out December the 1st, the 2nd or something like that. I That is something I'm mainly looking forward to, is that Giovanni remix, the um, the uh, Pokemon League music and all that. That's, that's a big mood. <laughs> Jamie's just pointed out in the chat, Kirby's Epic yep. Yarn coming to 3DS. Kirby's Extra Epic Gamer Yarn coming to 3DS. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the name this, is so this, stupid. This this is epic. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is extra epic. 
Uh, like, most games are like, yeah, let's just call it Deluxe. This one, they're like, nah. Kirby's nah, I mean, I, Mario's got the Deluxe. For Mario, for Mario, Mario has the Deluxe trademark. Kirby gets Epic, <laughs> Extra, 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 <laughs> Epic. Was it Yoshi? Epic. What was Yoshi? It was like Yoshi and Poodle, weren't it? It was like uh, Yoshi's Woolly World and Poochie, but that port wasn't very good. We didn't talk about that port. No. Well, Kirby's Epic Gandalf not too bad, but then again, it's not a Wii U game to 3DS, is it? No, I always hear people complain about Kirby's Epic Yarn, but I'm like, it's fine for what it is. I've been playing it. I've been playing on the emulator now and then. It's a nice game. It's easy, obviously, but then that's. I think that's why they've added that um, that new devil thing to make it a bit more challenging. Really? Everyone's like, oh, it's way too easy, but like, if you're going into expecting a challenge, you're clearly doing something wrong. You're going into a Kirby game expecting a challenge. Well, Kirby games do have a challenge, but you're going into yeah. a game that's whole whole point is to be even more cute than normal Kirby <laughs> and expecting a challenge. Which one was like that again? Like, uh, I don't think uh, Star Allies weren't like that. Really. No, not really. Star Star Allies, in in all honesty, wasn't challenging. It had the friend all. the friend train though, so that was cute when the music played. <laughs> I love that music. That music when it plays. Yeah, exactly. Star, Star Allies, though, it's it's a bit of an easy game in comparison to like Planet Robobot actually had difficulty spikes. Star Allies, uh, the final that, boss. Once, once, once you get to the final boss, then it starts kicking your ass. No, that, 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 final that boss, happened to me actually. The final <laughs> boss didn't do like anything to me. I beat it with was ease. It final boss, I think it was something before it because it'll have like, well, it, the way it works in some games is like they'll have a really hard boss and then it'll. Sometimes, just to ease you out a bit, probably. It's like um, the only thing that Sonic. actually challenged <laughs> me in Star Allies was the the arena, and that shouldn't be the case because the arena is meant to be the hardest thing in the game. Yes, but there should still be other difficult things in the game in the first place. I didn't have that game for long either. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> like once I once I got through it all, I'm like. Eh. And the extra character add-ons were like, really? You're just gonna be playing through the same levels again anyway. So what's the point? I, I enjoyed um, the I can't remember what it's called, like the, the guest star mode. I enjoyed playing that as Meta Knight and D to D. Then I played for it as Marks, and I'm like, okay, this is okay. And then the second character pack came out, and I'm like, I don't care. This is the exact no. same mode that I've played through three times. On top of playing the main game, I'm I'm not bothered, and I don't really have a connection to any of these characters. No, like the one from N64. What what was her name? I forget. I, I don't know. I think it's Adeline. I like Adeline. Yeah. Yeah, the one like, that Callum really yeah. likes, but I, I just yeah, I, I just don't get on I mean, with Kirby 64 personally. Isn't that in the let me look at his DM right now. Uh, sorry, his profile picture. I think it was that one for a while. Oh no, it's Kirby eating stuff. Mm. Of course. <laughs> Star Fox. Hell yeah. Um, that's basically the Star Fox game that should exist, but Nintendo didn't want to develop it. <laughs> Star Fox Zero had such potential. My Why? motion control! Why Platinum? Why? Platinum didn't really, they were just support at really weren't they no they, they were the developers were they yeah huh. i guess i guess Miyamoto's vision got in the way as well that's probably yeah. didn't happen really because yeah. he's the one he's the one who wanted the motion controls 
true, true, and to true. put it into the thing. I mean, if you remember watching like the the giant robot thing, that's probably what something he envisioned, and then it got wrapped. Yeah. And made it, made into Labo. <laughs> Actually, works out better. What else is there? Uh, the new Super Mario books. I like the look of Zero. Zero's got it's graphically and musically and everything nice. It's just the gameplay. That sucks. Well, the gameplay, like, even the gameplay is fine. Just the controls are the issue. Hmm. Motion controls are not. I want to play it, Jamie. You 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 play a piece of shit and you'd like it. That's <laughs> true. Well, Jamie is the he's the guy who likes bad things. Once again, true. Anyway, yes. thank you for coming on the show. Any any final things you'd like to say about in general or about the direct or before I drag you back to the chill out? I need Sonic Mania 2. Please Same. announce it. I need Sonic Mania animated series. Oh wait, no, that's not happening. Sorry. Not happening. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, I broke an NDA. Sorry. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> the direct was <laughs> underwhelming for me. Eh? I was alright with it. I don't. Some, like, this this is right. One thing. One thing I will say. Don't get over hyped. Don't get over excited. Go in it with fucking low expectations. Otherwise, you're gonna let yourself down. Yeah, exactly. Like, disappoint- it, it, You're setting yourself up for disappointment. Why do you think every time I go into something, I've got low expectations? That's why when I seen Spider-Man last year, I, I needed new pants. I still need new pants because I still haven't got the game, sadly. Oh, PS4. Buy me a PS4, someone, please. Please don't donate <laughs> to my Patreon. But it was like, um, <laughs> there were so many people who were like, Oh my god, Banjo's going to get revealed today, and then Banjo didn't get revealed, and they are like, this is the worst Nintendo Direct ever. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. And this is, why, the... this is why this is why Calum's depressed. It was like it was like E3. <laughs> Everyone was like, they didn't announce Animal Crossing. There was no hint that they were ever going to announce Animal Crossing. So why are you getting no, angry over it? They're setting themselves up for disappointment yet again. It's not that not Nintendo's fault. It's not Reggie's fault. It's not Miyamoto's fault. It is the consumer getting over excited. <laughs> but Dean, they're gonna announce my Sonic fan character for Smash at next direct, and there's nothing you can do to tell me otherwise. Oh, anyway, th- this loss real. It is loss at this point. Anyway, Dean, thanks for mm. coming on the show. No problem. Bye-bye. Sayonara. Bah. And that was Shake the Scroft, and this has been the Discord calling, and it's time for the Toppy Mix. Gonna kick things off with a track from the Super Monkey Ball series, then into a remix, and then a track from another way forward game. Huh? Another way forward game on this show. It's because I couldn't find the track that I was looking for again this week. Seriously, if someone could release it, because I wanted to play it last week as well, that'd be great. Anyway, enjoy the Toppy Mix. Let's get scratching. The Toppy Mix.
future episode, head on over to radiose.ga forward slash topical resort and suggest which topic you'd like to hear for a chance for it to be featured. end of the show oh noes what you just heard that was from ducktales remastered that was the amazon gotta say i'm not the biggest fan of the ducktales remastered soundtrack but that is by far the one case where the remastered version definitely trumps the capcom 8-bit original also rest in peace to alan young the voice of scrooge who died this uh, either this year or last year i honestly cannot remember either way rest in peace and uh, it's quite sad to be honest but yeah what can you do? Uh, on top of that, we also had from Radio Sega, 10 Years of Sega is the album name which I still like and the album which I still like more than the second album. I just skipped Time Yesterday by our very own Rexy, the theme of Fantasy Zone. Because of course, no, it's not. It's the theme of Puyo Puyo. It's, it's just the on-running gag that we confuse Fantasy Zone and Puyo Puyo. And uh, Kefki, no, uh, far from the opposite. I'm not a Jake Kaufman hater. I'm just not the biggest fan of the DuckTales Remastered soundtrack. I mean, um, <laughs> have you heard how much I play Mighty Switch Force on the show? And apparently Young died in 2016. Okay, I got that completely wrong then. Apologies. <laughs> you complete misjudge a character if you think I dislike Jake Kaufman. Uh, and uh, other people are telling me to uh, please stop playing him. Anyway, before that, from Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz, that was the bonus stage theme. Woo! And that is the end of the show, and for once I actually know what next week's show is going to be. So, wrap up warm, or, or wrap up cold, because we're going to be going to be having a bit of an autumn equinox mix. So, this is your final chance to get in your summary-related tracks, and your first chance to get in your more somber you more autumn related tracks so get in your request for that there's no set playlist requests will be all throughout the show not just in the request resort segment there's no games that you specifically have to request from as long as you think it sounds summery or you think it sounds autumn-y let me know send me a request in the usual places because we will get it in the show and because of that that also means that next week we are actually going to be going back to the week B so we're going to be having topical thesis and Discord call-in next week, just because there's not really too much you can do with a quiz and a topicality testing on on the su- on the, the season of summer. There's not really too much you can do, so that's why we're going to be going back to week B next week, but we'll be back to week A for the off-topic episodes. Do not worry about that. Anyway, thank you to everyone who's been down in the Discord. We've had tons of people. We've had Electric Boogaloo, we've had Kefki, we've had Shadowscroft, we've had Brass Saturday... We've had Rexy. We've had Electric Boogaloo. I already said him, damn it. <laughs> we've had Jamie Six or 326. We've had. Who else did we have? We had DJ Jamming J, aka Saganut. We had Twinny. We had others, I, I believe. We had Rapid Run, and that's probably as far as it extends. So if I didn't shout you out, feel free to shout at me. But you know what's next week, you know what this is, you know what's next, it's Sega Mixer Drive, the lovely Rexy, playing you the best remixes, but it's the Dreamcast for the next two hours. So be sure to stay tuned. I'm going to leave you with one last track from a game which is eventually going to come to the Switch release of Sega Ages, and that is from Alex Kidd in Miracle World, and it's a lovely somber one. 
You find out what it is in just a second because I've been Green Vibrate. You all have been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to end this off with a track from Alex Kidd in Miracle World. This, this is swimming. And as always, stay topical. Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.